Hi guys, so I decided to get you guys another episode in um, really soon because this one hit me really hard and I really wanted to touch on this. So um, this one is going to be if God were to give it to you right now, if God were to bless you right now, if you were to have that right now. So we all want something, right? multiple things but we have like a couple of things maybe three things that are like our top things like whatever they may be to you like I want to get this house I really want a car like I really just want to move to Maui and just live there and you know be there or whatever right um but what would that look like if God were to bless you right now This is why we need to keep going with our therapy and with our process of healing. When you are hurt, okay, that there has been uh, so much time that was invested into the pain before you stopped and said, okay, this is enough, right? It may have been five years. It may have been 25 years. It may have been two years. And then you're stopping at a certain point because you're finally happy and you're thinking okay so now that I'm at this state where I'm peaceful and I'm out of that situation now I just want this blessing so two things what would it look like if you were to get it right now where you are and what makes you think just because you're happy that you are at the place where you should be to receive said blessing that you are trying to get don't confuse happiness with where you feel like like where you are right now, like your happiness, your contentness with the process of your growth and where you are going to be if you continue to go on your road upward and how happy you can be there. So when you first walk out of a situation, whether you let's say you go to the doctor and you were sick. And he finally found this medicine. Like for me, I have a condition called IIH, which means that there's too much fluid in my brain and I have to get the fluid to come down out of my brain using a diuretic medicine, right? So when I first got like diagnosed with it, I was having headaches all the time. And that's one of the reasons why I went to the doctor, but not the main reason. And so when I went to the doctor, you know, he was doing all these tests and everything. And then boom, he's like, you have IIH after this was not like a one day thing. Like I had to go to the hospital and they did studies and things. And then it turned out that I had that condition. So of course, when I first got the medicine in me, okay, I felt great. I no longer had the headaches. Like it was just taken away. Like I went from thinking that I was a migraine sufferer And that was just my life. So I literally was living off of Excedrin thinking that was normal. Like people suffer from migraines. I just thought that I had over time became somebody who just suffers from migraines. And I just accepted that as my reality when in all reality, that wasn't my reality. And this was my reality. So he gave me the medicine and then I felt better. And so I was like, okay, great. But I still have the condition. It's slowly getting better. And I have like my three month checkups that I go do where they, you know, look back in the back of my eyes and and check and see how much the fluid has gone down and 
eased up off of the nerves that are on the back of my eye because when the brain is too much fluid and it's swollen then it presses on the nerves in the back of the eye the optic nerves and they swell so they know when you're healing because the optic nerves don't swell as much and they go back to normal but it takes time so over time they will check and it has been getting better and god willing they it will continue to get better okay and so when i first got the medicine i felt great and i'm like okay this is great but what if I would have stopped right there and just say, okay, no more headache. I am great. Thank the Lord. This doctor found out the the cause of what was happening, got the medicine. I'm good. Like, that's it. I don't got to do nothing else. I'm good. I'm good. No, you have to go through the process. Who knows how long underlying I had this condition for? Who knows the the extent of the damage that it's done? And only God knows how long it's going to really take for me to heal. Doctors practice medicine, so they guess and they say, I'll give it a year. It could be two. You know, God willing, it will be one but or less. But you see, the point is that <clears throat> they don't know and you don't know. So you just have to keep going on the road to healing until you are completely healed. So when you go back or I go back to that final appointment and like, you know what, your nerves are not swollen anymore. We're confident that you can come off of this medication. We're going to take you off this medication. And then in 30 days, you're going to come back. We're going to check you again. And then if everything's great, then in six months, we're going to check you again. And then if everything's great, you'll have a yearly exam and then you'll go on about the rest of your life. Right. So the point is, is that from the first time that I got diagnosed with it and got on the medicine, I could have stopped right there and said, I'm happy and everything is fine. And I could have just took my blessing of knowing what it was, knowing the medication and just went on with my life, cut the doctor out the picture and just went on about my life and just that's it. But that would have not been the completeness of my healing. That was just the surface level, like just the meat and not even the meat and potatoes, just the potatoes. Okay. Missing everything else and just the surface level. So when it comes to your healing, it's the same thing. You have found out what needed to be healed. You've also found out or you're learning to find out what steps you need to take for you to heal yourself from whatever it is that you are going through. And now you have reached a state of contentness because now you feel like, okay, I am happy now because I have A, figured out uh, that I need healing and I've accepted that. And then B, I know what is going to work for me and what is not. So that's surface level. You can't just stop there. And if you stop there and you start taking the blessings, understand that the blessings that you are going to take or what you think are blessings are going to match your sister, uh, excuse me, your situation that you are in right now. So let's say that you were to go ahead and let's say, for instance, you're working on repairing your credit and you want to get a car. And so your credit has jumped up to about 550. And you're like, okay, great. I really wanted this Chevy Tahoe, but I'll settle for this like, you know, other big vehicle. It's cool. I'll just settle for that. Right. But that's not what you want. So what's going to happen is you're going to get this other vehicle. You're going to use it for a while. You're going to see a Chevy Tahoe passing you all the time. You're going to be like, oh, I wish I would have just waited. I wish I would have just worked on my credit just a little bit more. Now you did get something. 
whether you see it as a blessing or not, you did get something, but now it isn't what you wanted. And if you would have just waited, you would have gotten what you wanted, but you wanted to rush. You wanted to put time on something that time can't be put on. And now you got what you chose to get. Okay. So we have to be mindful that even though we're going to see things that might mimic what uh, our quote unquote blessings look like, it won't be your blessings. And you'll know that because you know that you are not ready to receive them because your healing is not finished or you're not done yet with whatever that goal is. Okay. So please understand that healing is a process and it is a time and you can't rush that. And when you do, please understand that anything that you get that mimics what your blessings will be are still in every capacity, shape and form going to match your current situation. It might not look like it in the beginning. It might look all shiny and new. Trust me, it's not. If you wait and you continue on the road to healing and fixing yourself and working on yourself, the blessings that you will get later on will match where you are going and not where you are right now. Okay, so you really have to be careful with this in every aspect of your life. When it comes to dating, when it comes to, you know, buying uh, investment type things like houses or cars or things like that, you really have to be mindful, okay? There is a time for everything. And so you really have to put more, like if you want something really, really, really bad, you should be digging and clawing at the meat and potatoes of it, sculpting and and crafting this thing up to perfection, not hurrying up, rushing it, trying to, you know, put together a two quick little thing, you know, one, two step and then be out the door. No, you really have to work on it. So I want us to remember that every time that, you know, we get a little anxious, like, oh, I really want this. Uh, I've been praying for this. I'm not really sure why I'm not getting this. Maybe because if God were to bless you right now, or if God were to give it to you right now, it would not be where it needs to be or where he sees you um, when you finally get it. Okay. And like I said, everything that you get outwardly always mimics what's going on internally, just like an apple or any type of fruit at the grocery store. If something is rotten at the core in the beginning, you might not notice that. Okay. Because it takes time for the outside to appear uh, or the inside to appear on the outside. But give it some time, and if it's rotten at the core, it's going to show on the outside. You're going to see little bruises and little marks on the outside of that piece of fruit, strawberry or apple or banana or whatever, because what's going on on the inside can only stay harbored for so long. What's done in the dark will always come to light. We see phrases like that all the time, and it's because it is true. You can't lie to the inside of you, to your soul, okay? You can mask it, you can shield it, you can try to put up a fence like 
you know, this isn't real or look at me and look at my shininess and I'm blessed and everything is great. But if your core is not okay, something's going to happen. And what do we always say? If somebody is how they are, you don't need to talk about it. You don't need to call 20 people and be like, this is how this person is. All you have to do is give it time. And in a matter of weeks, that person's outward is going to finally show everything that you've been saying was happening internally with that person. So please understand that if God were to bless you right now with what you want, no matter how the enemy tries to mask it or no matter how the person or the gift appears to be on the outside it is still going to be a direct reflection of where you are in your life right now it might be pretty it might be shiny but on the inside give it some time and in a matter of weeks or days or months or years it will finally mimic what has been going on on the inside and that is why you just have to take so much time to work on you And I'm never, I feel like nobody is ever done working on themselves. But when you are ready to receive something, you know that you are healed because everything around you is fine. Like I told you before, you can test yourself by playing a song, by looking at a picture. And if you still want to bust out and cry, you're not done. If you still want to get up and go do somebody wrong, you're not done. And that's okay. You need time. Okay, so just please understand that like I um, am going to make another um, episode that's going to be focused on the enemy's manipulation and tricks and costumes that he likes to wear and put on as disguises and things like that. A lot of the time, the disguises that he puts on are just what we want to see, you know, like our fantasies, like. I want this big old house. Okay, so now the disguise is a big old house. But you know you can't afford this big old house or you know that you would have to do something that's not Christ-like in order to get this big old house or whatever the case may be or, you know, and and then that's what ends up happening a year or two later or maybe days or weeks depending upon how the Lord works and how the universe is going to let that work itself out that it is going to start showing what has been happening on the inside, what has really been going on, what has really um, made this possible. And it was not time and it was not, uh, you know, dedication and, and all of the structures that make for a good foundation. It was rushed work. It was, I want it now. It was, you know, putting together pieces to a puzzle, you know, it was not the real thing, okay? And so stop looking at other people's lives and seeing how they're being blessed and remember that you're on a path that you are on, sometimes because of decisions that you made and sometimes, unfortunately, because of the decision that other people have made against you. So you can't look at somebody else's life and then remember you're only seeing the outward of their life. So you can't look at other people's lives and be like, well, this person has this and this person has that. You don't know what that person is going through to keep that. 
You don't know what that person had to go through to get that. You don't even know if that is a blessing for that person. You don't know that. You're looking at something that looks like a dream to you because it might symbolize something that you want, okay? But you don't even know what it took for that person to get that. And you don't even know if you would be able to handle having that right now. If God were to bless it to you right now, would you be able to afford it? Would you be able to keep up with the work that it takes to keep it? Would you be able to make sacrifices for that and still not neglect everything else that you have to take care of? Would you be able to maintain that, your life, keeping yourself centered and everything else that you are supposed to be doing for you and your family or for you and whatever else you have going on? Would you be able to take care of all of that if God were to give it to you right now, it being whatever it is that you want? Would you be able to have that and answer that wholeheartedly, not because you want it, answer that truthfully, because the only person that has to answer for any of this at the end of every day is you. And this this conversation and this message is for you when you're alone. This is not for um, you, you know, to share with the world. So be honest. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, then you're way at the beginning of your healing stages. So be honest. The only person that it benefits to be honest about all of this is yourself. So be honest. Okay? If you were to get that career right now, right at this exact moment, would you be able to keep it, maintain it, show up on time, and all the other jazz that goes along with it. If you were given the car that you want right now, would you be able to keep up with the work that it takes to get that car, the money, the payments, the insurance? And I'm not talking about not having insurance to keep up with the payments of the vehicle. I'm not talking about paying half of it, your bill. I'm talking about paying the whole bill paying all of the insurance when it is due and still having enough money and enough of everything else to take care of everything else that you have going on. Would you be able to take care of it, to keep it completely, not halfway, not, well, I would just, you know, do what I had to do. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to take care of it completely. Would you be able to? If God blessed you with that relationship right now, would you be able to take care of everything else that you have going on in your life? Maintain peace and balance and harmony in yourself. Because remember, in order for you to be a friend to somebody, to anybody, You have to be able to take care of yourself and maintain a sense of peace within yourself first. Otherwise, stay home and be by yourself, (laughs) right? Because all you're going to do is bring everything that you're harboring inside. It's like an infection and you just spread it from person to person to person. So if you are seeking an, an extra friend or a relationship from someone, 
you cannot be infectious, meaning, you know, sick on the inside, meaning um, having traits of loneliness and desperation and um, harboring resentment over old past relationships or situations that occurred. You have to be able to be peaceful on the inside. Otherwise, what you are masking on the outside to appear a certain way so that you can attract what you want will eventually unravel. But oh, if you just wait, if you just let healing come to you, and if you just accept the healing, then in time, you will be exactly where you need to be. And you will be able to receive everything that you are asking God to receive. And you won't even have to question it because at that point you would be like, I know it's mine. Because you'll be that confident that you're good. Because you've finally gotten to, to that point in your healing that you're good. But if you have to question anything about receiving a blessing from God because of where you are in your life right now, if you even have to say, well, then no. Then no. That means that there's something else that you still have to work on. So if it's money, then guess what? It doesn't mean that you don't need to have that blessing. It just means not right now. So just like just what you said, just speak back to yourself what you're about to say. Well, I do need more money. Exactly. So take out the well, I do and just put the need more money. Because that's the meat and potatoes. So let's not talk about the house right now. Let's just need more money and focus on that. Because you'll get the house when you no longer need more money. Right? So sometimes you have to have a conversation with yourself and be real with yourself. Because like I said, if you can't be real with yourself and your core, then who can you be real with? What are you doing? You have to be able to sit there and take the information that you are so wanting and, and receive it and not listen to it as, you know, oh, that's just trying to stop me. And oh, if that's how you feel, then that means you still need way more time for you to really work on you. Because the only person that is in the way of anything is yourself. If you feel like you're stuck, it's because you are stuck. If you feel like you are just complacent and you're just, it's because you're just there. Do something about it. Change something. Do something different. It might not feel like it's a big difference, but if you do something different, then you can't say that you haven't done anything to change your situation. And that right there is another positive affirmation. I have done something to change my situation. And when you continue to put all of that energy into you, then you'll continue to get it right back out. So please understand that God wants to bless you. He does. He wants to see all of his children happy according to his word. But he also doesn't want any fools out here running around or anybody out here doing things that he knows they're not ready for or he knows is going to hurt them. It's like if you have a child and your child is two years old and she sees you putting on makeup, 
mommy can i have some can you do my eyebrows can you give me some lipstick no ma'am why because you're not ready for that yet you are young stay young but when she becomes older or old enough then when she says mom can i borrow some of this sure And you don't even have to question it because now she has reached an age of maturity to where she can handle that. You see, and so all God wants you to do is just be at a level of maturity so that you can handle that. Just like when you go to a bank and you want to get a checking account, they have requirements and steps. Just like when you try to get a credit card, there is even more requirements and even more steps. And then when you're done with the credit card, now you're like, okay, let me see. I want to level up from there. Get a a loan. Okay. Even more steps. So every time you get on that ladder, there's going to be things that you have to do in order to accomplish that. And all you got to do is just accomplish that. But there is no time. I remember um, there's a program with Wells Fargo. It's called every, it's called, um, Opportunity checking for people that have bad credit or have had problems with banking, banking with them in the past or what have you, and they want a checking account. So you get opportunity checking, which is like their lowest form of a checking account, and they monitor you for over a year, right? But there is no time frame. It's over a year. It doesn't say exactly a year, a year and two days, a year and five months. It's just over a year. And I remember I used to call them and be like, okay, it's been a year. Can I have my regular everyday checking account now? Well, no. Well, why not? Well, it's just an automated system. And so when it is ready for you, you'll just, it'll just convert. There's nothing that we can do. It'll just convert on its own. And this is a true statement. Like this is true, real. This is not a made up little, um, you know, one of these thing examples that I try to give you. This is a real situation, right? So I remember calling almost every day after the year and I'm like, okay, is it ready now? And they're like, ma'am, there is no system. There's, I mean, there is a system, but there's no one for us to call. There's nowhere for us to look. You get a letter in the mail, but before that your account would have already converted and then you will get a letter in the mail that says that your account changed. Until then, there is nothing we can do. But yes, the requirements is that you can't go negative. You have to have your account in good standing for over a year. And then at that time, it'll just automatically switch over. And I remember I used to be so frustrated. I don't even know why I wanted an everyday checking account. I just didn't want to have opportunity checking anymore. So what ended up happening was on a random day when I was no longer thinking about it and I was no longer worried about it, I got I didn't even realize they converted. I just got a letter in the mail. Just as simple as that. And it said, congratulations, you now have everyday checking. And these are the benefits. And I remember I laughed so hard because at one point I really wanted that. And then at that point I was like, well, I'm at such a good place financially that it doesn't even matter if I have an everyday checking account or not. Because I'm so well now and I'm so good now and I focus my energy on just maintaining great, you know, service with them that it didn't matter. I found other means to to do what I needed to do with them because there's um, provisions to having a 
an opportunity checking, um, certain things with checks. I can't remember all the little things and rules that stipulations that go with it. And then with everyday check-in, it takes that away. So it doesn't have the hassles, but because I had had the opportunity, opportunity checking for so long, I managed to cope with having it. But if God were to have blessed me with having an everyday checking account when I wanted it in the beginning, I wouldn't have, would not have known what to do with it. And I would not have been ready to handle it. And I would have probably ended up in a worse situation financially because I was immature in that time frame and I would not have known how to be cautious about my money. I would not have been so, you know, worried about every dime that comes in and out and not to overdraft. Being with the um, opportunity checking made me never want to overdraft because I never wanted to deal with the penalty because I wanted the everyday checking account so bad. And so now I don't overdraft because I'm still stuck in that mindset that you can't even be a penny over. Not even a penny over. So if God were to have blessed me with something back then, would I have been ready for it? And the answer would have been no. I would not have been ready to receive it. I would have not been ready to handle it. I would have not been ready to take on the responsibility of what it would have been to have that back then. But when I was ready, God showed out. So please understand that you are not being withheld something that um, God wants you to have. He knows what you want. He is only waiting for you to be ready to receive it. Just like a flower to a plant, a flower can't just bloom right away. It has to grow and the soil has to nurture the roots and then the roots have to absorb it up into the plant and then the plant has to produce that, that flower. Okay. And so you can't rush healing and you can't rush therapy and you can't rush that because if God were to put a rush on you, and say, you know what? I want you to just um, go out and just get all everything done that I told you to get done right now. I want you to go out and just do everything that I told you to do over your life that I spoke to. I want you to go do it. You'll be running around like a crazy person. Like, how am I supposed to get all this done? Okay, the Lord told me to go and meet Paul and tell Paul about Christ. And then I'm supposed to go over here, Donna and Becky, and she's having a baby and she wants me to help her. And then, no, you can't rush that. You have to relax breathe, understand who you are, understand where you are in your life, and understand that anything that comes to you right now will match where where you are in your life, no matter how it looks on the outside, it will completely and always match what is going on the inside. I promise you, every time you you meet somebody, right? And in the beginning, it's all funny and cute and everything. And then when that stage passed and you see the meat and potatoes and you're like, dang, why he just like him? He's just like him because you are just like you 20 days ago. You never changed. And until you level up, everybody that you meet is going to be on the level that you are right now because you haven't changed. So stop focusing on why he hasn't changed or why I keep meeting men like him and level your own self up. Then you won't be meeting men like him anymore. Okay, so please understand that if God were to bless you right now. That you are only going to get where you are right now. 
And if you really want the amazingness that you're praying for, okay, that the big dream, a lot of that takes time and you have to get through what you put yourself through or unfortunately what others have put yourself through. Okay. And that takes time. But when you do it every day and you practice every day, it's not putting a rush on it, but you are solidifying that you will get through this. Okay, so I love you guys. Thank you guys for the feedback. I have been reading the messages. I have been loving everything that you guys have been saying. And so um, I will continue to pump more episodes out. I'm going to do a nighttime affirmation tonight and I will hit you that with that later. So check for that episode. And everybody stay peaceful, stay relaxed, and remember, you can't rush healing, so just relax, okay? Allow for everything to happen in its natural order and time. Peace, y'all.